From the heart of Kansas City, it's time for Real Hooligans. Here's your host, Tim English. All right, hooligans, welcome back. It's uh, sometime in 2020. Who the hell knows? Oh my God. It's like September. David Kane. Tim English. Motherfucker, what's up? How you been, man? Dude, it's been a year. Has it? Can we can we just I throw think, this one in the trash oh and start God. over? Have, okay, because I know at one point we did do an episode at some point this year, right? Yeah, way back in March. Man, it's been a time. So everybody, welcome back. Um, our first episode since uh, earlier this year, since pre-COVID. Um, sorry, we didn't have any content for you while we were quarantined. Sometime we'll get into reasons that we got we'll, we'll go into the details. But we're back, and we have things to talk about. Not only things to talk about, but we have new content, new movies. Stuff is We have a new movie, again. and a new TV show that we're going to talk about in our next or in our next couple of episodes because we're going to do Bill and Ted. And coming up, we'll have Cobra Kai. We'll have an episode about The Boys, uh, which I've just started watching. Yay. I'm um, so glad for that, Tim. Man, I think maybe sometime, maybe we do like an episode where we just talk about the shit we watched on quarantine because I've watched some good shit and some it. bad shit. Yeah, there has been... Oh, man. And did you just find yourself getting bored after a while, though? Like, it doesn't matter. Just turn something on. It's all the same at this point after Dude, we, we we binged Superstore. Oh. Which, you know, is from one of the guys that worked on The Office. So sure. It is actually better than I thought when I was like, oh, my God, they made a fucking show about Walmart. What yeah. the hell? And it is very much that sometimes, but it there are some funny things where you're like, oh, you can tell that's probably like a story that they got from an actual, yeah. impl- you know. So, and it takes place in St. Louis. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, but at least kind of, it at least kind of allows for some references to Kansas City, and well, that's good. I mean, you know, it it feels a little local. And Sean Gunn was on an episode. And oh, he's nice. Yeah. So, anyways, well, I don't I don't apologize to our listeners in St. Louis. Let no, me neither. <laughs> Okay, so um, let's see. What else? Before we go into, what are we going to talk about? Bill and Ted? Bill and we Ted face the music. What the hell? Is that, what, 30 years in the 30, making? Yeah, I, I saw um, Bogus Journey on my 16th birthday. Wow. July 26th, 1991, right? That's a long time ago. Right, so that would have been the release date, because I saw it opening night. And that was the best part of my 16th birthday. I'm sure. Because <laughs> uh, birthdays are stupid. But yeah, here we are 29 years later. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Who has not returned. changed at all. Alex Winter, that guy is timeless. <laughs> right? He looks like, yeah, he aged just to be able to continue. Yeah. Um, They're like, we're going to need part. you to put on a few pounds. Get you, Get your dad bought out. All right, I've got our cast pulled up here. Face the Music is directed by Dean Pariso, I think. That's how you pronounce his name. Yes. He's given us some good ones. He gave us Galaxy Quest. Okay, let's talk about some of his filmography real quick. He has absolutely 
Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Have you seen that? I have not, but I know that you're a big fan of that. I one. Am. He directed one episode, but yeah, that is a that's a quality watch. Um, he also worked on Justified, which was a great show. Which was a great show. Um, Red Two. He's the director of that. Um, that wasn't as good as Red. Fun with Dick and Jane. I think that was the last time. Was it Jim Carrey? Yeah, he's got some all right stuff on Is there. So Steve Carell. Do what? Was it? Yeah, Jim Galaxy Quest is on here. Yeah. Home Fries. I'll give him Galaxy Quest. You gave us a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good one. I like that one. So, all right. So, 29 years later, we have Bill and Ted face the music. <coughs> um, Keanu Reeves coming back. What were your thoughts before the movie? I mean, did you think he'd be able to go back? Uh, yes, because the guy is immensely talented. You know, you know I have a, a strong love for him, so... Yeah, but my hope was that it would be different, um, that it would be not just, whoa, you know, that I needed something more. I needed more input than just him being that guy again. Right. Um, and that, my hopes Did were... Did you get it? Yeah, well, I mean... And we'll get into that okay. in a little bit, but yeah. Um, but that's based on what they did with the the rest of the movie, everything else that was involved. Um, so I, I wasn't sure what it would be like. I no, mean, I didn't have. Know, he's he's elevated into arguably one of the greatest of, action stars working. Today. Yes, one of the if, biggest if names the, in Hollywood if not right the, now. I mean, most dedicated. I mean, sure. You know what I mean? And so it was like, and that was at such a time in his life when, and it, my dog scratching herself. She's being an asshole. Ahsoka <laughs> over there causing noise. Ahsoka's our mascot, for those of you. She's a vicious, violent, beautiful, sweet dog. She is a killer. And she will fuck you up. I have the scars to prove it. My favorite thing is... Everybody's like, oh, your dog's so, you know, because we'll see pictures or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, and I'm like, ah, she wouldn't like you. No. And she's like, oh, no, I'm really good with animals. And I'm like, mm, no, she wouldn't like you. She literally doesn't like anybody. So, anyways. So Love you, Soka. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was always a, a big question about whether or not he could. Stoop to that level again? Is that where we're going with yeah, this? That, not that, beating that around the bush? immaturity. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean that was early on in sure the days of him. You know, right, that's right, right. what we, you know. For a lot of people, that was for me. It was my first introduction to him. Well, I really didn't know who he was and, until and, that. And movie think came about on. this. I mean, in your head, you can probably think that you can act now like you acted in high school. No. But can you? I no. mean, you know. So it's like, can you get back into that kind of a mindset that what I think we got and I think of what you kind of alluded to a little bit was we got Ted 30 years later yeah and like that dumb that dumb guy was still there but yet there was a lot more to it yeah um so yeah so let's all right you want to get into the plot what do you want to do yeah let's break this thing down right. where do we start we're 
We're 30 years on from 29 years on, whatever it is, from from where we started. Well, we're introduced to the characters at a wedding. At, you know, because, of course, Missy's getting married again. Again. And I thought this was a good joke. This was fantastic. This started off and let you know uh, what we're dealing with with this movie. And a, a great out of the gate for them. Uh, she was married to, let's see, Bill's mom, or Bill's dad in the first one, Ted's dad, or which one? Which they went to prom. Which? All three of them went to prom together. Right. And then she married Bill's dad. And then she married Ted's dad. And then she married... And now she's marrying... The brother. Ted's brother, Deegan. <laughs> who's played by... Beck Bennett. Yeah, from Saturday Night Live. And he is... He's pretty fantastic. Yeah, that was a good I enjoyed his presence. But, man, Missy, the way she aged. Ooh. Wow. It really took me a minute. I was like, oh, that's, that's her. Yeah. Um, but she was still funny. I yes. mean, you know, in her scenes, which, which I thought were great. She still did a really good job of kind of playing that... <laughs> that kind of harlot, you know, yeah. that little, you know, it just, and I thought the guy that was, was great was, uh, what's the actor who plays Ted's dad? Uh, Hal Langdon Jr. I thought they gave him some really great moments yes. in this movie. At the wedding, and then there's some stuff later on, you know, because this whole thing is like, Ted, you didn't go to hell. This didn't happen. You, you didn't time travel. Yeah, it's just, it's just, and he just has some great facial, I mean, just reactions to all of it. I still felt like he was going to ship him off to military school. <laughs> I, that still felt like his so, goal in this whole thing. He still wanted to. Uh, the song they did for oh. Deacon and Missy that was, you know, they're like this. I can't remember the freaking name. The name, name of, of the song is like 13 words long. Right, He just are ridiculous. <laughs> and it was like literally them just making noises. A theremin. Just every, playing any instrument they could think of. <laughs> Throat singing. Oh, and, and we should Whoa. throw in there because th these guys have, were supposed to create this song that was supposed to unite the world. And it they, has and not they, been and done. They thought they did it with, you know, the end of the first movie or whatever, or the second movie. Um... So, yeah, so here they are years later. We, we came in at the wedding. Um, but So, yeah, so they're just, like, basically just flailing, just throwing shit at a fan to see yeah, yeah. what sticks. And this is, you know, where Ted's dad literally pulls the plug on him. Yeah. It's like, that's it, guys. Come on. It's time to give up. And We're done here. Um, You're embarrassing yourselves. And, and then we get introduced to the families. Yeah. The wives, which... Kind of are involved, but kind of not. <laughs> I, I kind of felt they got sh the shaft in this movie, and they probably should. But there's a lot going on with what was happening. So we, we go we go into a, a couple's therapy session. And to Bill and Ted, this meant... Two couples. Yeah, because they're a couple. We're a couple of couples. <laughs> Which, you know, a lot of times you see a line in a movie, and you're like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And then, like... You see it over and over again, and then it's not really funny in the movie. It still worked in the movie for me. Right. You know, and I was actually, like, waiting for him to say it even. You know, like, we're a couple of couples. A couple of couples. You know, it's like the, they're, they're just still clueless. Yes. In, in many ways. They, they just still don't get it. And the, uh, the therapist, um, I thought she absolutely killed her scenes. She was, you know, it was... Five Jillian Bell, is that uh, her name? Jillian Bell, yeah, Doctor Taylor Wood. Right, she was in 
22 Jump Street. She's a big, she had a big role in that movie. Um, but yeah, and so she's got to help these two morons figure out how to that they're not married that they're not married to each other. Yes, because <laughs> everything is we love you and you know, which is a big part of this movie is uh, kind of being family, but also an individual. You know, I guess. Yeah. So. All right, you want to go with what happens next after that? Well, that's when the adventure really kicks off. Um, Bill and Ted have they figure out what they need to to do. They got to save their marriage. The wives start to embark on their own adventure. They're going to go find a version of Bill and Ted where they are happy and in love. Right. And when Bill and Ted get a visit from Kelly. Christian Shaw. Who shows up in a big Mork egg, which I thought was... Pretty cool. I'm glad they updated the, the time machine. Right. Did you, I assumed it was a yeah. reference to Mork, I yeah. guess, in some way. Uh, Mork and Mindy, for those of you that are like, Mork, what the fuck? Played by Robin Williams. Nandu, Nandu. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, and she's playing the daughter of... Rufus. George Carlin. And Kelly is actually his daughter's name, which I thought was a cool yeah. little thing. And uh, she's basically like, yeah, the future's pissed. They want to talk to you. Yeah. Come on. You've been summoned. <laughs> yeah. So they go back back to the future, and they're met with a council. And uh, they're all just like, what the hell, man? You guys are supposed to do this. It's been 30 years. You know, you used to play these big shows, and now you're playing in the backs of bars. And I, I did just love how they did, you know, they kind of went back to the callback to the. Um, be yeah, what, what excellent. Do you, what, what do you have to say for yourselves? Yes. <laughs> He's like, be excellent to each other, you know, and it just, they just, they, even they were kind of playing their part. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're just like, what are we supposed to say? This is. They love us up here. Yeah. This is what we say to you that you like so much. But they're basically, and they're told that. Time is coming undone. Reality as we know it yeah. is going to end and in a what hour and yeah, they're given change. you know seventy seven minutes, I believe was their time yeah. frame to come to create the song. And or, or yeah, which <laughs> we'll get into kind of my 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 questions about the the logic at play here, but maybe that's also the fun that's being had with it. Yeah, Tim. I don't think you're supposed to dig too deep into the. I have to. I saw. I saw this and Tenet in the same week. How can I not question time travel? That's a different story altogether. And how? What kind of mind fuck is that? By the way, can we just throw that out there real quick? Two time travel movies on one weekend, and it's just like one is just like Bill and Ted, and the other (laughs) one's just like Tenet. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so yeah, so they're told, you know, you have, you have this time that you have to do this, like right fucking now, come up with this goddamn song. So now they're on the spot and they decide, why don't we just go into the future and steal the song from ourselves, which becomes their path. Yes. Now in this process, their daughters, do you want to talk about the daughters for a second? Yeah, we let's talk about the We haven't talked about the kids yet. Bill and Ted have kids. David, I'll let you. They they each have a daughter, Thea. I think we know who Thea belongs to, and Billy. Um, 
They are 23-year-old daughters. Um, and they, they get their... They get their own path of trying to put together a band to help their dads create this song. And so they start bouncing through time, gathering all of the, the great artists. Um, you know, I think we, uh, we have Jimi Hendrix. Who else is in there? Um, a flute player from Asia, a prehistoric drummer. Who was the jazz guy? Yeah. Uh, why do I not know his name? Totally fucking spacing on it. I don't like jazz, so. Oh my uh, God. Louis Armstrong. Thank you. You should fucking give yourself ten lashes for saying that. For saying I don't like jazz? How do you not like jazz? I don't like jazz. It's too chaotic for me. I need there's structure. Some, I need structure in my music. There's some jazz that's not chaotic. Okay, well, I haven't heard that jazz. All I know is the, <laughs> yeah, so. Louis Armstrong? Have you ever listened to Louis Armstrong? Not much. No. Oh, listen to Louis Armstrong. Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald, I know. Yeah. There's good. But more of her blue stuff. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good jazz. All right. So the girls are <laughs> off on their own. <laughs> That's being so yeah. They've got possession of a time machine from from Kelly, Kelly and uh, off they go. Yeah. Um, these two girls are my problem with the movie. Yeah. My, mine as well. And I watched the movie again the other night, and I... I have watched it twice as well. I felt it was more of a distraction the second time. Correct. Um, I love the daughter's storyline. I love the way that it was written and what they had to accomplish, and it was fun, and it was a nice little, you know, side story that we got to enjoy, um, which I think helped... Bill and Ted as well. Um, it wasn't, you know, two hours of just Bill and Ted. We got some other great stuff going on as well. Right. Um, the fact that both of these girls just did impressions of Bill and Ted from 30 years ago, I think it was a, a poor choice. Um, they could have updated these girls to be more of what a Bill and Ted would be nowadays. Um, you know, if that those two characters were introduced in today's terms, they wouldn't be woe and excellent and party on. Um, Samara Weaving played Thea, yes. and Bridget Lundy Payne played Billy. And I think they Samara did... Samara Weaving, is that the chick that climbed out of the well? What? From the ring? Wasn't her name Samara? I have no idea. Oh, she's from Ready or Not. I haven't seen Guns Akimbo. No. Okay. So Bridget Lundy Payne, I believe she was in. Uh, no, she was. Was this? She was. Bombshell. I saw that. Just trying to see if I'm downsizing. Not that I'm going to remember. But yeah, I agree. It was. It was too much of an imitation. Yes. An imit. And. Like an audition imitation. Even the way <coughs> Billy stood with her arm. When she was standing still in scenes, you could tell that she watched Keanu Reeves' yeah. body language from 
the first one, and she stood with her arms kind of out wide, awkward, uh, and it looked awkward. so incredibly At forced. And Keanu made it kind of a yeah, he had like a flourish to it. You I'm know? just he, a whoa. yeah. So no, that and it, she looked robotic at times. It was yes. And it was, and, and that made me mad because I so much enjoyed what they were trying to do. No, yeah. Uh, Their storyline was great. Convincing Jimi Hendrix to join this band to save the they're future. Doing, they're doing what Bill and Ted should have been yes. doing. Yes. And yeah. it, was, it, it was a lot of fun. And so uh, disappointing that it had to be so incredibly over the top. Um, I wish those two girls would figure it out for their next one. I thought... Uh, Samara Weaving, her her bill kind of was a little bit less obvious, you know, a little, little less on the nose than Sia. Is that what it was? Yeah, Sia, Ted's daughter. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. She, yeah. the, it, her her impression of of doing Bill was right, a little less annoying because there was less yeah. there was less herky jerky body movement to it. Um, but their storyline was fun. Um, even, even just even just going and getting, trying to get Jimmy, and then he's like, "Nah, hell no!" I, you know, you'd have to go get like Louis Armstrong. So they go get fucking Louis Armstrong. Yeah, and that's just, I don't know. It just they they had some good moments with those characters. You know, that kind of reminded me a little bit of. The first movie with yes, you know, when they getting our report together. That's right, right, right. exactly how that felt. So, um, let's talk a little bit about Bill and Ted's journey into their futures. Which here's my question: from a time travel standpoint, if the world ends on this date, you get, you get. there's no future, right, to go into. No, so they. Are they going into a future where these two versions of them are just fucking with them because they know that how it ends? Do you follow me? Yeah. Okay. Because there, there's the they go to into the future two years. Just you know, there's like we just we must have done this. It had to happen soon. So we got they go to 2022 and they're playing some bar and I just love the way those dudes bounce out. They just just take off running. They just like, they see Bill guys. and Ted come in. They're like, oh. And then they just take off running out the back, and and then they're like, oh, hey, we didn't see you guys. And they're like, no, you totally just ran off when you saw us. And and we get the, the first encounter of two Bills and two Teds. Right. And it is probably one of my favorite scenes Bill's in a little movie. bit heavier, and Ted has facial hair, like a little goatee. Yes. So that's always the differentiator, <laughs> the goatee. <laughs> right. Um, and Ted and Ted just do not see eye to eye on things. Right. Ted Which they don't seem to ever. Yeah. And this is a future where their wives have left them. Yes, we learned in that uh, encounter. That their obsession with their song caused their wives. Yes. To leave them. And they explain to them the journey that the wives are currently on as well, that they're bouncing through time and trying Which to... we never it. see them leave no. on that, do we? Yeah, yeah. When they leave the doctor's office, uh, they, they're sitting in the doctor's office and oh, we they do come outside just see it. That's and they, right. and the future ones wave at them. I really wish that would have been kind of structured in somehow. Oh, how, give because us a couple of I scenes of what they're seeing. 
to have seen what they saw that ultimately brought them back to where they right. end, where they all end up, you know? Yes. Because where they all end up is it's fun, it's you know. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically what they learn is they hadn't created the song yet. Yeah. Correct. Or no, no, this puts them on the they have to go talk to their wives. They, yes. They, okay. They got to go make things better. Okay. And they do not. They make it worse, which is what they told themselves would happen. You make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves just cracks me up. And this is, the I think, the fun, the great thing about this movie is this scene, I think, really highlighted how much fun just, because yes. it looks low budget as hell, like, most of the time. Like, literally, they were, like, right. running around with, like, a mic and maybe a light. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Camera. Green screen work was not great on this one. No, it's it's sloppy at times. And yeah, it looks like they did like we booked an hour of green screen right. time. We have to get all this shit done. Right. Uh, you know. But it I, I think for me that's what kind of helped make adds it adds to the charm. Yeah. It absolutely. it does. It it, 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 it kind of shows the love that they all had that they were just like, We are we're not getting much money for this, but we're gonna make this shit happen. Yeah. We didn't have much with the first one, and look what we did. Right. Here you go. Okay, so then what, what did they They get back in the time machine? And they go, go a little further, further in the future. Five years? Right. And this is where they come to Fancy Bill and Ted, right? Yes, they arrive at a mansion. <laughs> a very large mansion. Oh, God, I'm trying to... Okay, go ahead. Um, inside, they find... What kind of looks like 80s rock star Bill and Ted. Um, you know, the weird leopard pants and right. scarves. And, um, they're, yeah, they're very, they, they look like they've done very well for themselves at this point. Um, something happened and they've, they've figured it out. Um, so everybody's excited. You must clearly have the song laid on us. And so they give it a listen and it's beautiful. Uh, and then it kind of unravels from there, doesn't it, Tim? It's uh, it's not Bill and Ted's house. Turns out it's Dave Grohl's house. And they have stolen a Dave Grohl CD and tried to play it off as, as the song. Right. Um, the cops show up, and we get our first taste of Dennis. Oh, my God, the robot. Dennis. Dennis, Dennis, what can we say? So Dennis is an assassin robot that's set Dennis from Caleb the future McCoy. because they're like they're 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 failing. And again, I don't under, I guess I don't understand the logic of why kill him. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't understand why. Well, they didn't create the song, so kill him. Yeah, and how that changes the future I, of it all. Again, whatever, man. Don't, don't think about it. So now we got another thing in here. And I'm glad they figured out a way to work in Dennis Caleb McCoy. This guy pretty well steals every scene that he is in throughout this movie. Right. Yeah. And they're hoping he, he helps to bring balance. But yeah, by killing him. Um, so where do we go with this guy? He shows up. Who does he, he zaps, so who does he zap first? Uh, Ted's dad. Oh, yes. And and the, the SWAT team truck. And he just always has that reaction like, <gasps> oh, oh, no. 
Oh, no, no, no. Right, because Bill yes. and Ted, yeah, they time travel. And Justin, you know, as the as the as the phone booth disappears, Caleb, Caleb is shot and hits the dad, and he's just like, "Oh, yeah." The 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 emotions this robot displays, his remorse every time that uh, he takes action is is pretty great. He doesn't do much right in this movie, and it's pretty great that way. No, but he looks super cool. His time machine thing is pretty awesome. It like shoots out of his back or something. Yeah, he like turns into a crystal and like yeah blasts off. It's kind of cool looking. Yeah, it's about the best, one of the best effects. Yes, in the movie, the most effective. So then, okay, so Bill and Ted they go to the future. At this point, yes, they take off. Right, <coughs> they say okay, so we have to go to a point where it had to have happened. By yes, now. and this all this presents one of my favorite. Moments the the Ted the old Ted versus current Ted, yes, it's so great because you can almost assume that he wrote his own dialogue for a lot of these scenes, you know. Um. So yeah. So they go, and I think this is the point where they're given the they give them the song. Did we skip the prisoners, the jail one? Did we? Yeah, they yeah, go. I did. They go and uh, from from uh, Dave Grohl's house, they go to prison, and we find Bill and Ted are super jacked up from their their prison life, all tatted up, and they've written a song as well. Right, and it's a little bit more violent. <laughs> <laughs> It's our song. And that, that one, is the, it? the way Ted reacts to it, he, they're like, it's a song. And he's like, well, <laughs> it's <Is> a it? <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So. So, yeah, from, from so the no, prison scene, which is which just, it's just a funny scene. There's yeah. not, they don't add anything to it. No, There's no, nothing. No. Uh, it was just. They're, they're, they're tatted and roided up. And yeah. It was like, look, we, we could do these effects. And it just, again, just creates another reaction between them and themselves. Yes. You know, I mean, it, and, and it always seems like, I guess, this, except in this case, Bill always likes himself. Yes. And Ted, Ted. never gets along with himself. No. He's, and he's like, and usually antagonistic with both of them. Yes. Even. I mean, it's just like. He's just a dick. <laughs> I believe they call him a dickweed at some point in time. Yeah. Okay. And so now we jump forward to so, yeah. the retirement home. We find Bill and Ted in a retirement home. They've got a room together. The wives have just left prior to Bill and Ted present day arriving. Right. Um, and they've got the song. It's on a, it's on a little jump drive. Because they still use those thirty years in the future. Um, now, th- as the story is being told, we'll jump over to the kids again. Okay. Who? The robot catches up with them. Yes. And zaps all of them. Pew pew. <laughs> Dennis Caleb McCoy has screwed up again and, and yeah. incinerated and, the family and, this is when, and this the band. This is when they go made up, meet up with Kid Cootie. Yeah, Kid Cuddy. He's a DJ. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like the okay. 80s. And it's just like so hilarious that he's just kind of there as himself. Yeah. yeah just, you know. He just he showed up in the driveway. He doesn't even seem like he knows why he's there. Yeah, but he's it, totally the smartest guy in the whole movie. Apparently, he understands all of this and right. guides um, them on the way. Yeah, and so Dennis accidentally kills all of them and it sends them to hell. Oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah, and again, his just. It's like he's like, oh, I was supposed to kill them. He's he's starting to feel like a real failure at this point. Yes. <laughs> so he catches up with Bill and Ted at the retirement home. Right. And uh, he can't kill Bill and Ted because they have the song that goes against his yeah. his programming. And so he's like, oh, but I also killed your daughters. Yes. <laughs> they're, in, they're in hell. Um, so Ted remedies that. Or no... He tries to kill himself. Yes. But they, like, wrestle him away. They jump into it, and then yeah. all, it just kind of kills all of them. So, Bill and Ted off to hell to find their daughters. And somehow, Dennis Caleb McCoy, a robot, also ends up in hell. Which, <laughs> which is a great joke. Just, just adding, you know, just a lot of lines like, and apparently there's a robot in hell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the writers get the cameo and uh, ask the same question, which strikes me as funny that the guys who wrote it into the script right. get to act confused about it as as well. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a good moment. So they find them. Bill and Ted find the the kids in the band. Right. And then they have to go deal with death, so that they can all get out. Yes, we get our, we get reunited with death again. Which is <laughs> weird to say. Weird thing to say. Yeah. Whatever. Not something I expected to say today. Right. All right. So then, and what was it? I'm trying to think. What was there? I just like how he was the one that like broke up the band, and yeah, they were all at odds. Bill and Ted had to sue Death, and uh, Death tried to steal all the music. He went prima donna, and yeah. He's the worst. Yeah, he's death. Um, so they get him to, hey, take us up. We've got the song. We're going to save everybody. Yeah. There are apologies and hugs, and it's a very touching scene to, to bring death back in. Sure. But the girls got to evolve a little bit because they um, kind of facilitated things um, between Bill and Ted and, and death. Um, so a nice little uh, bit of advancement for the girls, you know, they you get to the see uh, there's a little bit more to them. Yeah. So then they all go back to life. Going back upstairs. Right. They go back to life. Death takes them all back to the surface. Where they they're they end up just kind of in the middle of this highway. Conveniently. They're like minutes away tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. from like the world just collapsing. Oh, and you know, this whole time, like a gimmick that they've used is People from different periods of time popping in and out. Just randomly placed yeah. people. Just ship popping in, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, then they realize that, hey, this location is the location they told us we'd be, so it must happen right now. So they've got the kids, and they've got all these musicians, and I believe it's, is it Death and Kid Cootie that figure out how to, like, link them to all the spots in time. Yeah, they got to go to the special portal. 
the infinite right. portal. So yeah, so they they have to. This has to be a, a music moment that's shared by everyone through time. Yeah. Weird, but whatever. We got it. What does that mean? I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, no, because it makes sense when you're watching it. No. And I will say it makes more sense than Tenet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I believe that. All right. I'm, I'm weaving a Tenet review into this, okay? Um, all right. So, and then we have an... I, I, I felt like the whole time that that song moment had to... You know, the song had to be good. You know, and it's not something I'm going to drive around and fucking listen to my... Spotify list, but it was a good moment. It was a good musical yes. moment. Um, you know, and it was something that kind of brings maybe the end of, I mean, I mean, who would have thought when we watched Bogus Journey that I'll wait till you see the movie 30 years in the future. Right. I would have been like, that's some Bill and Ted shit right there. So. Uh, I, not the end of it. It might be the end of it for Bill and Ted, but I I definitely think we're going to get a you think we'll Thea get a movie and Billy the spinoff. The daughters are coming back. I would totally be down with that if they tone the if they figure out how to make them their own people. Tone the imitation down because that's what it felt. It felt like an imitation, not yeah, even absolutely. like a, not like an homage. Not like she had like subtle gestures where you could see it. No, it you know, and you can't see me, but it was is. They very watched that movie lots of times and practiced in the very mirror. M- very method. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just very re- choreographed and rehearsed. and That so. was definitely coached. Um, yeah, anyways, so there you go. There's a run through the movie. Some stuff left out. Some stuff we kind of hopped around, but watch the movie. It's a great movie. It's And, and that's what I, th- I had fun while I was watching it. And that's all I really wanted with a Bill and Ted. Let me have fun and feel... What I felt when I was, you know, a kid. But yeah. let's, let's just go back to it that. And it was. I was worried that I would watch it and be like, oh, this is kind of hard to watch. It really looks like they're trying too hard. Yeah. To, but it, it never did. There, okay, Crystal Skull, when Indiana Jones came back, you could tell there was moments in there where Harrison Ford wasn't quite in character. I didn't buy this. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He didn't buy into it. Yeah. And so I was really worried that that would be the case. That, yeah. you know. For Keanu Reeves, who's literally playing John Wick every day now. I mean, it's yeah. He's like some mix between John Wick and his character in shit that fucking movie last year where he played himself. Yeah, himself, just say himself. Yeah, himself. <laughs> like he's somewhere between John Wick and Keanu Reeves. Um, but it was fun, and that's all I that's all I wanted out of yeah. it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I will say this one weird thing about our viewing experience: about two thirds into this. Uh, we watched this that Friday night that it came out, and that was when we find out about the Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Like, literally. Distracting. Like, like, at one point, like, Nick's phone buzz, like, and you got, like, a pop-up. And he just looked at his phone, and he goes, what the fuck? And it, like, he's like, Chadwick Boseman died? And it, like, I mean, you know, we hit pause yes. on the movie, and all of us had to, like, what, Everybody's what, what the fuck yeah. is going on? So, and that, you know, so... I will say that, like, the rest of the movie, we were all kind of a little... Yeah, yeah, that's kind but, of a... Well, we still enjoyed it. And I, I really did think the the ending was a nice, nice ending. Um, and, yeah, do another one, one about the kids. I'd be down. Sure. And, and they could cameo, pop up at the beginning and the end, and just kind of be there. Or just a phone call. Phone like, call. call Dad. A FaceTime. Yeah. Get him, get him with his beard. Yeah. 
making John Wick in the middle of shooting. Because he he, in the he face. said this week that he's he'll make these as long as he can. So what are they getting ready to do? Four and five. Four back and to five back. back to back. So I guess that probably won't be the end of it. No. But he also wants him to have a happy ending. John Wick to have a happy ending. Yeah. How can John Wick have a happy ending? I he thinks after everything he's gone through, he should be able to walk off into the sunset on his own. No. I disagree. You think he needs to die? I think John Wick needs to die. At some point, John Wick needs to die. I don't know. Don't Jason Bourne him. I don't, I don't need to see Is him. Is that what they did to Jason Bourne? I don't remember How the many last one. Four times Jason Bourne just kind of wanders off. and. Yeah, but he's like the Incredible Hulk, where I always felt he wandered off to look for his next adventure, you know? Yeah. Which is which is is great for Gotcha. What? Is that better? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I'll remember, I'll remember not to use that chord next time. All right. <coughs> so right. So yeah, all right. Well, whatever. John Wick. Happy. Uh, apparently, we're not getting an ending anytime no, soon, no. so I don't think it matters. He's going to be 65 shooting John Wicks. Yeah. They're fun to watch. Yeah. They'll just spin it off so. into somebody else. All right. Well, Bill and Ted face the music. You can watch it now. I think it's like 20 Streaming bucks. everywhere. It's 20 bucks yeah. on. I wa- I, we bought it. Might as well. Yeah, because we got it for like 20-something, and we got like a credit on it, so it's like kickback, so whatever. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's worth it, worth the wait. And, you know, honestly, dude, it was like the first... Real movie. Yeah. Apologies to all the other movies. This one was the first... Well, what have you... What have you? I haven't seen anything over the summer that I was really looking forward to. That, that, that went to I mean, I mean that went to a streaming you oh, know sure. like, like King of Staten Island I watched that it was good but um and I had fucking what's his face Mulan are you gonna watch Mulan I'm not gonna pay thirty bucks for it. absolutely not especially when everything I loved about Mulan is not in Mulan yeah I'm looking forward to watching it and I will watch it when it sure when it's free. Wrap up this episode. It's going to be back in the chair. It's going to be back. Just do this again sometime. Yeah. Watch. Watch the episode of Face the Music. Hurry up, bitch. Wash your fucking hands. Mask up.